0: Driving in Northern Illinois, it's been a little different lately. Especially Mendota, Sterling, Ottawa, Amboy. They're white trucks, not city trucks, but they have the flashing lights. There's flags in the yards. Flags in lots. Small construction crews digging up the soil. If you see a surf truck or a surf hard hat, that's the business. That's surf internet, installing fiber optics to homes and businesses, all over the place. Like I said, Mendota, Sterling, Ottawa, Amboy and more bringing a new dynamic to the internet game. We had to figure out what was going on. Why these trucks were here. What is fiber optics? What kind of internet are they going to bring? Is it better than Xfinity or Mediacom? What's the cost? We wanted to know all these things. We spoke to surf representatives. Jennifer Alvarez and Chris Ohaver about the company and what it offers to its customers. This is a very informational Interesting conversation about a whole brand new product in a market that we thought Already had all its players. Like I said Xfinity MediaCom There's a couple other internet providers Frontier, you know thought the the market was already taken steps in surf internet And here we are with the option for something different. Like I said, fiber optics. I knew nothing about it. You might not either. So we're going to listen to them, find out everything about surf internet, and maybe that's the next viable option for internet for you, for your business as we move forward here for episode 228. That's this one right here with surf internet. We're taking a break from sports. Try not to have every guest sports, we would like to have this more as a daily show. A little bit of everything. So that's why we reached out. Like, hey, something new. We want to know what it is. Spread the word for this product. Get all the information we can. And maybe have another internet choice. As always, Edge of Seat Podcast brought to you by Mendota Ford. I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. You can listen to this episode and all the rest of them 227 previous shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the website www.rss.com backslash podcast, that's with an S, it's plural, backslash edge of your seat podcast. You have any questions, suggestions, want to be a guest, know a good guest, don't like something I said, like something I said. Same thing with the guests. You want to advertise with Edge of Your Seat Podcast, send us an email, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Have to show much love, much respect to the mastermind of the intro and outro beat for Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Brian Cavelli, SIU brother, and really good friend. We'll have surf internet right after the intro where we're going to break down some high school sports Spring state action, like we said in episode 227, got a little behind, life is happening, it happens, this is a podcast, you can check out these airwaves any single time, and we get to relive some great memories of some fantastic athletes that did some amazing things this past school year, plus getting the high school sports jones as we're in the middle of summer, Eh, probably about a month left before school starts being that it is july 20th no school starts for a lot of people in that august 15th through the 22nd range that third to fourth week of august so almost there not quite just not quite there yet so getting the high school sports jones so why not let's talk about some high school sports also noah schultz pitcher for the illinois valley pistol shrimp from oswego actually from aurora but went to oswego east high school he was a commit to vanderbilt and then he gets drafted by an mlb franchise gotta talk about that cubs socks might not have a sports guest but you know we're gonna talk about sports mendota ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first a small dealership in a smaller town the staff of general manager ski hartman and his associate jason hintz pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle, they want to form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five and has been with Mendota Ford for the last two years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs as he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 years and car sales and management. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for seven years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family. Ski and Jason will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.MendotaFord.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. Let's get to catching up on the spring sports state tournament level. In episode 227 with Byron football coach, Jeff Boyer, we looked back at the local girls track and field state meets and how they did, how everything happened. When I was time to look at the boys and honor their accomplishments that took place May 26th to May 28th. The prelims for class 1A were Thursday, May 26th. Friday, May 27th was the prelims for class 2A and 3A. And then of course, the state finals were medals and championships were earned Saturday, May 28th. We're gonna start with 1A. Team scores, Salt Fork, which is in Caitlin, 44 points for the state team championship. Tied for 13th was St. Bede with 16. Sterling Newman was 44th with six points. Fieldcrest and Byron both tied for 65. Believe there was five teams In the tie, 465th with three points. Let's go to the medalist from the schools that we pay closer attention to. In the 100, St. Bede senior Tyreek Fortney finished second, taking the silver with a 10.70. He lost to McNamara sophomore Tony Phillips, who had a 10.75. In the 100 wheelchair, Taken second with Seneca sophomore Josh Dolisky with a 24-10. in the 200 wheelchair, taken second again, Dolisky with a 4806. Speaking of again, Fortney finished second in the 200 with a 22-15. And once again, Phillips won with a 2205 in the 1600 mason stoger a senior field crest well now he's graduated he finished seventh with a 428 29 just missing just missing meddling in the 1600 was amboy senior brock loftus who had a 10 minute .34 second run in the 1600 relay byron finished seventh in three minutes 28.62 28.62 seconds. Running for the Tigers, senior Carter Conderman, senior Isaac Mandelo, junior Hayden Swartz, and senior Evan Potter. In the 32 relay, finishing fourth was Sterling Newman, senior Jacob Donald, freshman Wyatt Weedoff, senior Thomas Powers, and sophomore Lucas Simpson, finished in eight minutes seconds two more just miss in the discus oregon senior daniel dominguez finished 10th with a heave of 150 feet 5.2 inches in the pole vault byron senior owen griffith finished 10th with a vault of 12 feet 4.6 inches the top nine medal obviously the first top finisher is the state champion. Congrats to our 1A guys. In 2A, Kankakee won the state championship with 62 points. Princeton tied for 14th with 18 points. Geneseo's nine points tied for 33rd. Tied for 34th was Dixon with seven. Tied for 44th, it was a six-team tie, including Sycamore, Sterling, and Streeter, each having six points. Tied for 60th was Cole City, who finished with three. On to the medalist and state champions in the 100. Finishing fourth, Streeter Jr., Anthony Ford, with 10.82 second run. Finishing ninth, taking the last medal in the 100, was Princeton senior Keegan Fogarty, 11.49. Fogarty finished ninth in the 200 to take home a second medal with a 26.83. In the 800, finishing eighth was Caden Emmert, a junior at Sycamore, in one minute, 56.94 seconds. Finishing ninth in the 1600 was Sterling sophomore Dale Johnson, four minutes, 28.13 seconds. In the 300 hurdles, finishing seventh, Cole City senior, Christian Mike Tech, 40.87 seconds. In the 800 relay, Sycamore came in eighth with a 1 minute 30.20 second run. All seniors in Kyle Huber, William Stewart, Alec Garcia, Jeffrey Oakstriker. In the 1600 relay, Sycamore takes eighth once again, 3 minutes 29.12 seconds. It was Huber, Stewart, Garcia, and Emmert who medaled in the 800 and he was the lone junior in the 1600 relay for Sycamore. In the 3200 relay, Sterling finished fifth in eight minutes, 8.68 seconds behind sophomore Jordan Britt, senior John Sid, junior Thomas Holcomb, and sophomore Dale Johnson. In the shot put, Dre Jackson, senior from Dixon took fourth, 54 feet, one inches. Drew Harp, senior from Princeton was seventh in the shot put, 51 feet, three inches. Also field event medals, Caden Salisbury in the discus. The Geneseo sophomore finished eighth with 153 feet, four inches. In the high jump, the lone state champion for local boys, Princeton junior Tegan Davis, six feet, five inches. He is the high jump 2022 champion. In the pole vault, tying for third was Geneseo sophomore Cooper Shad, 14 feet, seven inches. At ninth Geneseo senior, the Shad name back once again in Malachi, 13 feet, seven inches. In the long jump, Tegan Davis takes another medal, 7th, 21 feet, 4 inches. Triple jump, taking 9th, Dixon Sr., Jacob Gussie, 43 feet, 7 inches. Congratulations to our 2A guys, Tegan Davis winning the state championship, and good performances from absolutely everybody. Class 3A, Batavia wins the state championship, 37 points, while DeKalb took 29th with 12 points. Decalb medaled in two events, the 800 relay, they took sixth in one minute, 29.68 seconds. Juniors Ethan Tierney and Jamari Brown, along with seniors Michael Robinson and Damara Davis. And in the long jump, finishing second, taking that silver medal, senior Torino Tate, 23 feet, inches congratulations to 3a 2a 1a you guys did your thing all year long track always fun it was weird when i first got into the journalism game really wasn't my thing i'm like "Eh, they can run they can throw but as you're covering it and you're realizing the kid's passion and the skill and athletic ability that these events take much respect much appreciation, and it is actually a lot of fun to watch and follow. As a business owner, one of the issues you have to be aware of is injury and liability to your staff. An injury can lead to open shifts because an employee is unable to work, a possible lawsuit, and other grievances at the workplace. Sure Step Illinois is a woman-owned small business based out of Tonica that is here to help eliminate those injuries and liabilities which are the number one workman's compensation claim in America. SureStep Illinois is a non-slip treatment that will not change the look, texture, or appearance of the tile it's placed on, whether it's residential, business, indoor, or outdoor applications. The non-slipness has been independently tested in labs, as SureStep has achieved the highest dynamic coefficient of friction in the industry. Competitors are slipping to catch up. There is absolutely no business downtime as the tile or floor SureStep is applied to can be worked on, stepped on, jumped on, danced on right after the treatment is applied. SureStep by Illinois also offers strip waxing non-slip coatings for a little extra stick with some texture and look changes to the applied surface. Contact Mary Jane Arasco at to get Sure Step Illinois today. Getting to the MLB draft. Started Sunday, ended Tuesday, today Wednesday. Noah Schultz, from Aurora, went to Oswego East High School. Played for the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp this summer. He's a pitcher, left-handed stud. Coming into the summer, you knew he was good. I mean, he's committed to Vanderbilt and Oswego East is a breeding ground for great baseball players. However, I don't know if you did, but I didn't quite know or realize that the left-handed hurler was worthy of a first-round draft pick in the MLB draft. During the first day, he selected 26th by the Chicago White Sox. Great pick. Not only because the guy is an Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp, shout out to the Pistol Shrimp from Illinois, shout out Aurora, Oswego East, but the Sox need pitchers. Need them very, very, very badly. And this guy's a good one. MLB.com, their headline says Schultz drawing comparisons to Randy Johnson. If you do not know the name Randy Johnson, first of all, YouTube the clip where he hits a bird Throws a pitch and a bird flies right by. Rest in peace bird. Look up his stats, hall of famer, fantastic pitcher, tall guy, left handed, hurler. Well he's 16 years old, 6'9", he was 48th on the MLB prospect board. And he has to like being taken 26th, the value of that pick is roughly 2.78 million dollars. 18 years old, right out of high school. That's the kind of money he's earning. So he decided, I am not going to school. I am not buying books. I am not getting a dorm room. I am going to play for the Chicago White Sox, baby. Pretty much what he said in the press conference, read it in the interviews. He's like, I'm Chicago. I'm here. They got me. Let's play some ball. Schultz's teammate with the pistol shrimp, Luke Adams, third baseman was selected in the draft in the 12th round to the Milwaukee Brewers. Adams is six foot four, 210 pounds from Hinsdale, Illinois, and he was committed to Michigan State. Whether he's gonna go to college or play for Milwaukee Brewers next year, whether it's farm system, what have you, is still undecided. Have to put a little spotlight on this guy too, Logan Wagner, South Carolina, was selected by the Los Angeles Dodgers in the sixth round. Who is Logan Wagner? Why do we care about guys out of South Carolina who didn't play for the Pistol Shrimp? Didn't play for a high school around here? However, he may not have played for a high school, but the third baseman slash shortstop, who is also a switch hitter, is originally from Mendota. He moved out of Mendota when he was 12, went to South Carolina, and became a really amazing baseball player. So you already know Edge of Your Seat Podcast is on the chase to get him on this show. Along with the joys of baseball, is also dog days of summer. But there could be another positive to this because it's pivotal time for your home. Indoor, outdoor, what have you. You got grillings, you got pool tables, That's inside, you got pools, outdoor, and everything else in between, whether it's hosting family, having friends over, just chillaxing in your home by yourself and your family. You want your home to be exactly how you want it. So the summer is the perfect time to fix all those areas in your residence that you scoped out during the cold, the ice, the snow, the rain, the dark, the gloomy skies, that we all know happened in Illinois and thought they could use a fresh coat of paint, new tiling, new shingles, new drywall, new electrical outlets, or any other renovation or replacement. Olson Construction is a licensed and insured family owned and operated company that prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson have the skills and over 10 years of experience each to install, demolish, build, recreate, calculate, and formulate renovations in any room, hallway, staircase, garage shed, or basement. You see all the options that were listed there? Hint, hint. For a free estimate, call 815-910-5982. Check out the Olsen Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to Construction 19 at gmail.com let's talk some mlb in general just had the mlb all-star game yesterday american league beats the national league 3-2 scoring the runs for the american league jose ramirez Giancarlo stanton and byron buxton scoring the runs for the national league ronald Acuna jr and paul goldschmidt pretty solid game close saw a lot of great pitchers a lot of great hitters it was fun i didn't watch it live kind of went back watch a replay but i had to get it in had to see the game hopefully you got to check it out all-star games always fun heading into the all-star game and obviously heading out of it the best team in the mlb the new york yankees 64 and 28 a 696 winning percentage almost 700 that's like a c level but hey in baseball that is fantastic the hottest team in the league right now is the seattle mariners on a 14 game winning streak the closest to that is the la dodgers have won four games in a row the detroit tigers and the texas rangers both on the losing ends have four game losing streaks what about our Chicago squads? The White Sox, 7-3 in the last 10 games, 46-46 on the season. Straight at five Third in the AL Central, three games out of first place as the Minnesota Twins are 50-44, and 44, and the Cleveland Guardians, which I kind of like that name. Out of all the name switches because of the oppressing names of teams formed way back in the day Cleveland 46 and 44 is just a game ahead of the White Sox that is going to be an awesome fun race to see what happens there want to get the White Sox in the postseason every single year including this one the Cubs however not so hot one and nine in the last 10 games their record on the season 35 57 fourth in the NL Central only a half a game ahead of the Cincinnati Reds for the last spot in the Central. But. 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 In their defense. I thought they would be a lot worse. They're actually kind of fun to watch. I mean, nobody likes to watch losing baseball or losing sports. To be completely honest with you. I thought it was going to be a crazy dumpster fire. Bad news bears. Whatever cliche term you want to use. Are they good? No. But they're not awful and they're worth watching here and there i know i say here and there and well why would i want to watch them but they have shown signs that like hey we're still a professional baseball team we can play the game just a little down here it happens to the best of them especially when you have a fire sale of your great players that are now tearing it up on other squads Huh? it's sports well Thank you for joining Edge of Your Sea Podcast as always. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we do the outro of the intro, I had a correction. On episode 227, I had mentioned Mike Turk, friend of Edge of Your Sea Podcast. When I was talking about him, I had mentioned Illinois I was in the Missouri Valley Conference. What? No, no, no. Big Ten Conference. I was intermingling work doing some things and crisscross pass and said the wrong conference talking about our friend Mike Turk Illinois obviously in the Big Ten so our apologies we'll point them out we catch them you catch them we appreciate it always always helping make the show better more entertaining fun for everybody well let's get to surf internet I'm ready to figure out what they have to offer prices are they better or compared to Xfinity, Mediacom? All of those type of things in this chat with Jennifer Alvarez and Chris O'Haver. You already know the deal. We'll be back this time maybe before you know it. But until then, peace. Edge of Your Seat Podcast. We're back. Another combo. We're going to step away from the sports world. We do a lot of sports. Talk to everybody. Coaches, players, referees athletic directors we're gonna step to the internet side of things i mean for you to hear this for me to even produce this podcast i need internet you need internet we need places like surf we got two representatives with us today jennifer alvarez and chris ohaver thank you for joining edge of your seat podcast
1: thank you for having us
0: of course i mean i say surf broadband I mean, it's kind of new to the area. Mendota, Illinois Valley, it's new to the area. So kind of explain to me exactly what SURF is and what you guys are trying to do.
1: SURF is an internet company. We are trying to make gig speeds accessible to all the Great Lakes area. We cover Michigan, Indiana, and Illinois. We're aggressively attacking fiber ducts, which is new for here In this area, we usually only have fiber access to commercial properties, and we are bringing that fiber connectivity straight to your home.
0: That doesn't sound like an easy job. No,
1: it's not. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a fun adventure. I like actually Chris answer that because he is on the construction side.
2: So how is it looking? It's a whole process. I mean, we start by uh, obviously permitting and putting pipe in the ground that our fiber optic will be pulled into. Um, and then after that, we have a, a whole testing phase and then, after that, the homeowners will be able to call in and, and get fiber optic all the way to their house. The biggest
1: hurdle is trying to explain to customers what fiber is. They're confusing us with what they currently have, and fiber is something totally different. We have symmetrical speeds, which has symmetrical upload speeds. If you're getting a gig up, you're getting a gig down, which is the big difference with fiber.
0: Okay, so surface fiber, what would you classify like a Comcast or a Mediacom? What would their internet be called then?
2: They provide internet over coax cable, which has more limitations. Their speeds, for instance, in this area, your Mediacoms, your Comcast, their maximum upload speed on coax is around 35, 40 meg. With us, if you order a 100 meg internet service, you're 100 meg download speeds and 100 meg upload speeds and vice versa. But we have the capability right now to do uh, in the town of Mendota, 1000 meg by 1000 meg. And we'll actually have the capacity to up that later as needed.
0: All kinds of stuff I wanna ask you, backgrounds, uh, titles, but I mean, we're talking about speeds and things like that. And in our world, uh, capitalistic society, what's price range mean here? I mean, we pay arm and a leg for internet, cable, stuff like that, is it gonna be the same deal with Surf?
1: No, actually we are changing the way that you look at your bill with internet with Surf. We are no data caps, no contracts, we don't have the hidden fees that you're used to, and we have free installs. Our packages start at $50 a month for the 100 megabytes. We go up to $85 a month for the gig. And with the gig packaging, that includes the modem and a free Eero, which is the home Wi-Fi.
0: All right. I think you cut off for just a second, right as you uh, said, the starting price.
1: Our packages start off at the 100 megabytes, which is $50 a month. And then we have the 500 megabytes that comes with the free euro home, home Wi-Fi and the modem for $70 a month. And then we have the gig
0: pricing with the euro and that modem as well for 85 awesome now is this just internet not just but internet or or other things included like i said cable or phone service that people still want to landmine stuff like that that are offered at other places there's this internet
1: it is just internet, but we do have phone options available for customers if they do require phone needs. We have a phone vendor that we work partner with, and they go on discovery meetings with us, and they make a seamless transition for any customer needing to switch over their phone lines. Unfortunately, we don't have any access to cable TV, but we do have an internet tool on our website at surfbroadband.com where it kind of goes over the streaming options. And if you're transitioning to streaming for the first time, it's a very handy tool that they can use. and decide what shooting service
0: is best for them. I'm sure getting into this again we'll go over positions that you guys do with the company and stuff, but I'm sure getting into this, surveys were done, what people wanted to have in their home, things of that nature, do you see that streaming and just internet watching TV with all the different, you know, Disney Plus and netflix and hulu and all these things that you don't really need cable anymore if you just want to watch those things do you see cable kind of taking the back burner to just streaming and internet tv
1: everything's going to streaming now that's where it's going the market's headed that way and people want the choice they don't want to pay for channels they don't need
0: I'm not gonna lie, I switched over probably about four or five years ago, and it was because of that. I wanted to watch sports, but to get the extra sports package was like an extra 60 or $70, but then it included like 300 channels that I never even surfed through, more or less watched.
1: Hey, you just scroll fast. Paying for stuff you don't need is something that people do not want to
0: do anymore. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Now, I said we were going to do this a couple times because I keep asking questions because, you know, I'm curious about what's going on. But what is your title, your position, your duties with Surf, Jennifer?
1: I am the regional marketing manager here with Surf Broadband, and I handle new markets. So if you are seeing Surf in your neighborhood, you can guarantee that I'm in that neighborhood
0: making connections and making sure we have a seamless transition into your town. Okay, what are some of the communities, neighborhoods that you've reached out to and that you're trying to get surf into in our area in the Illinois Valley?
1: We started off here in Throne Falls, Illinois, and that project is on its tail end. We're about complete with that. We are crossing over into Sterling, Illinois, and then we are looking at the Dixon, Illinois Market, Morrison Market, Mendota, Ottawa, Coal City, and then um, Diamondville.
0: What's the last
1: one? Diamond.
0: Diamond, gotcha. Gotcha, Chris. What is your position, job duties with Surf?
2: I'm the construction manager, so I oversee the buildouts as they are being out. Um, I kind of float in between the different towns. So we got crews in Sterling working right now, and we have crews in Morrison, Ottawa working right now. So we kind of float. We make sure that the city's expectations are met. We also address, uh, part of my job duties is if the yard, obviously we have to do digging in the easements and things like that. So after we're done digging in their yard, we lay grass heat, just for an example, down if that doesn't come back to their specifications or, you know, there's a, a little bit of sinkage in the dirt, um, that ticket comes to me and then, you know, I stop out, take a look at it and make sure we get the, the customer's issue resolved. We we really want to come in, place fiber optic into the community, and then we want to construction workers to leave the community as they found it with fiber access now.
0: Gotcha. For a customer to have the fiber optics of surf is there a dish is there you know something outside their house that they need or a modem something inside what is all entailed with having this in your home
2: so out by the road our main fiber optic plant is placed and then about every two houses we place an access pot Um, And these pots you can mow over. They're not uh, big, bulky, or anything like that. So the technician would run a fiber optic cable from that uh, pot in the ground on the customer's lawn to the house where the customer wants it. And then the fiber actually goes all the way into the home. That is the, the only way we can actually get fiber optic speeds in the home is to bring the fiber all the way to the home.
0: Gotcha. And is this through cables, wiring?
2: It is through a fiber optic wire, so...
1: And you can use the same entry most of the time if you need to. You don't have to drill new holes if the customer doesn't like it, which is nice.
2: Yeah, a lot of times they'll have us replace like their old uh, phone wire with uh, our fiber optic wire and things of that nature. So we kind of take each individual home and do it the way the customer
1: would like it done. And then we provide the Eros to customers they can rent them from us for six dollars a month or if they have the 500 megabyte package or the gig package they come included with that package and they are capable to extend their service if you have more than one you're able to do the home desk technology they can bring on their own router They do have to choose our modem and then we also do something a little bit differently where we have a price lock guarantee as well which is a bit for surf all right
0: you said the price lock guarantee what does that all encompass
1: with the price lock guarantee, you freeze your bill for life. You lock in at that price rate that
0: you have at your current service, and that's what you're paying for the time you reserved. Okay. So once that's set in, that's locked, it's not going to change from their side to your side unless they want a different package or something different. Exactly. Nice. How long does the uh, – we'll, we'll go back to Chris here. How long does the install and everything take once somebody – Signs the name on the dotted line or gives you a call like, hey, I would really like to try your product out. How long does everything take for everything to get installed and situated?
2: Uh, Typically one to two hours. And a lot of that work is outside work. So we have to prep and splice the fiber optic. The fiber that the customer sees is protected by a Kevlar coating with uh, a fiberglass. So it's about the size of a pencil roughly when they see it out in the yard but when the technician is splicing it's the size of a hair he has to peel all that back and it really just depends on kind of the layout of the customer's home some of these installs are, are relatively quick because the customer already knows exactly where they want it or they just want us to you know pull out the old wire put a new one in and things like that
0: we've already talked off the recording about you know services getting interrupted and you know we're talking about phones and things like that and had a little couple cutouts and stuff like that is there anything that can interfere with the fiber optics and what you guys do uh tin roofs or a certain material that a home is created with or anything like that is there any interfering materials so far that you guys have found
2: no well we don't conduct electricity because we're on glass so we don't have interference with the fiber like you would t- typically see with your uh, phone or cable provider, but wireless is wireless and that's affected by a lot of things. So our service, once it hits the wireless router, whether it's ours or our customers, the wireless service is good, but some houses, depending upon what they're built out of, do require an additional router for coverage area.
0: Yep, that makes sense. I mean, routers kind of like an extension almost, or like an extension cord.
2: Yes. Yeah, correct. We have customers that will order our uh, gig service, and they have uh, a $20 router, and they're experiencing, uh, you know, let's say wireless performance issues and a brick hole once say switch over to our uh, Um a lot of those issues.
1: Sometimes it requires an additional router because, for instance, at home I use two because we have a garage hangout that we use and a pool in the back. So we have a in the back so we have a router out there
2: to take care of our needs in the yard, which helps them out quite a bit. And a lot of that will be determined by the tech gets there. Um, a lot of people don't have a gig router, right? A lot of people have uh, an old update router. It's really probably best for the customer if they, if they don't research router own best technician their router or if you know if they would be interested we could provide one about our routers they come with the euro app and you can
1: switch off devices as needed i know with people's children love that effect because they can have the internet shut down for their kids at a certain time every night on a school night
0: you know, as a new service, I mean, whether we like it or not, we're all kind of accustomed to the media comms, the Xfinities, you know, all the rest of the other options, Dish Network and things like that. What has been the feedback that you've received in this area so far?
2: In the field, I'm noticing with the technicians, um, people really like our service. They like the reliability of it. I do notice as we build out People getting into streaming and then using our service as well. That seems to be one of the, I guess, bigger hurdles I hear from the people out in the field is well, how am I going to see channel three if I switch over to your service? And that's where, if, you know, as Jennifer said, if they go to our website, you can type in what channels you want and it'll tell you what streaming service has those options.
0: Awesome. So you kind of give them like a kind of a directory, sort of say.
1: Yeah, yep. and then in some instances, if they needed added, like some multi dwelling units that have a lot of seniors, we'll request a presentation, which we will do, just to make it a little bit easier with learning curve. Because with every new technology, there's a learning curve.
0: Always, and that was kind of why I was, you know, asking some of these questions because in our society, you know, change is different for everybody, and we get accustomed used to things, so. Especially as a new business in this area, you know, figuring out the differences and you know, things like that.
1: People noticing that they're able to, when everything went down and went the remote, they weren't able to do the Zoom calls like they needed. The children were able to log into the schools, and this eliminates that problem.
0: Gotcha. So you guys kind of sort of saw that area and was like, hey, we could help people with this.
1: Yes. Because even
0: though COVID, it's not gone, gone, but it's different than what it was when it first hit us. I mean, people are still doing Zoom calls, even though we can be in person now. People are still staying at home instead of going to school just for those reasons. And Uh you guys have kind of saw that market and were like, hey, we could help here.
1: Well, it also opened up a lot of possibilities because you were able to work remote. Some people are able to go back or work from home. For instance, if you're familiar with the Sterling area, there's the Hickory Hills subdivision there. And they were cut off from a lot of the schools and meetings. They weren't able to work remote because they didn't have the Internet capabilities to sustain that lifestyle. And there's so much more going on online. Like, you can do the telehealth so many things that conveniently be let you do online and stay at your home but if you don't have the access you you can't do that
0: definitely what a different world we live in now than say the 1980s <laughs>
1: I think i'd
0: rather stay here <laughs> yeah i think about it as a you know from a journalist's perspective and looking up information and stats for sports and stuff like that so quick in a second i can find out anything i want to to help out with the story 1980s i gotta go through encyclopedias looking through almanacs i don't even know how they did it yeah it's nice
1: to have the convenience if you're not feeling well and you can call in the doctor and do a video call why not take advantage of that
0: Definitely. This is one of those aspects I know we always talk about negative sides of things and you no, know, this is polluting our country here, doing this here, but there is a lot of useful things the internet and information and the quickness and speed that we can do things in now. On a town level it it really helps them attract
1: new people to the town because they don't have to worry about being cut off from the rest of the community. They can still work remote. They can still stay at their jobs they were commuting to and live in the community and enjoy more of a regular lifestyle without having to drive two hours away every day.
0: When I was asking the spots that you guys are located, you were saying, you know, Ottawa, Mendota, Coal City, kind of cities or, you know, bigger towns in this area. What about the rural, rural, rural areas like a uh, Compton or uh, a Dimmick or a Troy Grove, you know, the little dots on the map that, you know, people still live there. People need Internet. And sometimes, you know, they don't get the greatest of services. Are they able to receive or get surf out there as well?
1: And if any of those areas are interested in getting surfed in that area, they can go to today, And it's our lead system or if they log in their address and we monitor that. If we have enough interest there, we will go and we will survey the town and meet with them. CERF is also part of a cohort for the Whiteside area that is trying to get access by 2025 to all of the rural areas, and we are doing that with other counties. So it
0: doesn't matter the size, the population, Surf can pretty much go anywhere.
1: Yes. There is a process on
0: that, of course. Of course. We're in America. There's a process for everything. <laughs> but, um, if they, but we do take all the inquiries seriously, and we do have a team that reviews that, and we will address it as it comes up how does surf you know help businesses how is it you know beneficial for businesses commercial areas to go with surf instead of competitors or what they're using now
1: accessibility and price we have very price competitive pricing for businesses in the past Most businesses didn't have access to fiber because they had a big construction cost. Well, with Surf, you are building the whole town, and those construction costs aren't as substantial as what they're used to. Um, Most businesses have seen us come in lower because with businesses, there is still an install fee, unlike with the homes, but it still comes in quite a bit lower than our competitors' and not only do we have dedicated fiber for these businesses with SLAs, we provide 20% monitoring for the companies that need it, like the wall clippers of the world, but we also address the smaller markets with the to medium business pricing. We don't lump them all into one price, which is
0: nice. Awesome, so you guys did all kinds of crazy research and to see what would work, what would not, and honestly, you have to to be a new business and a business that has dominant juggernauts that have been here forever
1: yes yeah. and like with most fiber companies that build out to rural areas they are worried about those big anchors whereas we're worried about everyone in the community as a whole that made
0: me smile I like I like that you know I'm part of the community
1: they would like to help everybody in the
2: town up the enter perfect this will be the first time as we are building out where your mom top looks can actually get fiber optic service at a reasonable rate that's what i'm hearing from these towns in the small business community that they have a need for symmetrical speeds but they couldn't budget the price from the bigger competitors that
0: seems like a great spot to end it is starting to pour in Mendota, and I've been walking around talking to the fine folks at Surf. I think this is a great, great spot to end our conversation. Thank you for joining Edge of Your Sea Podcast. Found out a lot about Surf. Obviously, I met you guys, took your photos, shook your hands, but really didn't know what you guys were doing or what this company was. Found out all kinds of stuff, and it sounds like a great opportunity for businesses, residential, to you know have high-speed internet and not pay arm and a leg for it.
1: Yes, it's a great opportunity for us to join the town of Mendota. We look forward to working with everybody there and hopefully meeting a lot of you.